The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome back to PNC Studios at Hallis Hall on a Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy, Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight. Matt, congratulations. A collective, unified effort from the game plan to the execution and the way you guys beat the Vikings uh, with a robust contribution from the 60,000 fans at Soldier Field last night. It was a memorable night. I know it's only one game, but everybody left there feeling pretty good about what's going on with this organization and this football team. Yeah, it was. It was a special night, and and you're right. You hit it right on the head. I mean, it started with the fans, and uh, I just know our, our players appreciate it so much for the support that they had uh, from the first play on, and uh, it just brings the energy up so much, and, and the guys love that, and in particular on defense. It was a, uh, a game that, uh, you know, from the start, getting that, that third and one stop there, uh, Got the fans going, got the players going, went ahead and had a nice little drive. And then from really from then on the rest of the game, uh, it, it was challenging now. That's a good defense that they have. It's a good offense that they have in, in Minnesota. And so, um, you know, there were some times there where they started creeping back. But really, all in all, the three phases came together uh, collectively and pulled out a great win. Yeah, that's true because they, they're a team that you're not going to easily just feel comfortable with at any point in a game, I'd imagine. A, because Kirk Cousins can throw 50 passes a game and, and get yardage and so forth, but that defense will always be ever-present danger. But you guys never lost control of the game. You, did you always feel like you were in control? We felt pretty good, and a lot of that was because of our defense. They were so dominant last night. And, and you know, in that first half, uh, I think for them to have five possessions, three three-and-outs, and two punts or the turnovers, uh, it just collectively throughout the game you could just feel – um, that you felt in control. Now on offense, that's in those type of games. You got to make sure that you're real smart with the football. You respect the football. Now uh, we did have the two interceptions and the fumble, uh, and and we need to fix that. We we got to stay away from that. But luckily we, with our defense, they went ahead and 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 flipped that really? back to us. And and then again, the one thing is is when when you had that fumble in the red zone, uh, they only gave up a field goal, yeah. and there wasn't a touchdown. And so that that's big. Well, how about this? On the three sudden changes, combined 25 yards allowed and six points. Yeah, that's that's rare. And uh, that's where we're at right now with this defense. And those guys are playing hard. They're trusting everything that, that the coaches are teaching them. And, and uh, it's, it's nice to be a part of. And like you've been talking about, they've been flying around, especially uh, the, the run game, you know, just filling their gaps properly and getting to their spot quickly and with a purpose. And so the end result is you guys lead the NFL in rush defense. You lead the NFL in yards per carry allowed. And, you know, you're forcing teams to become one-dimensional, which then allows everybody else to fly around to the ball. And the end result in this four-game winning streak, 10 takeaways, 14 three-and-outs, and just 12 scoring drives. That's pretty significant, and that really defines what this defense is capable of. Don't yeah, you they've, they've been doing it from, from really from the start in Green Bay until now. And, and we had that one game against Miami. Uh, but other than that, they've been uh, – uh, playing to another level, and and we're going to need that. Uh, they, they uh, you know, as as the season goes on, uh, defense is so important to have a good defense, and and everything feeds off of each other. And so for the offense to be able to just 
continuing to to get first downs, get touchdowns, protect the football defensively, stop the run game, get after the quarterback, affect the the, the passer, uh, challenge all passes, and then in special teams, we're gonna ha- there's gonna be times uh, that, just like last night, the rest of the season where we're gonna have to make game winning field goals. And and uh, what a credit for Cody to c- come back yesterday, go three for three, bounce back after a tough week, uh, you know, last week, and uh, you you could just see the emotion of our players and how happy everybody was. Yeah, and you you have alluded to it. You guys came a little tighter last night because of that, don't you think? We did. We did. And those are the moments that can carry you on. And really, you look back to, okay, there's one game where we really started coming together. And this, I think last night was that game uh, for, for, for us to just say, hey, you know what? Um, we're, we're family. And, and when things were bad for one of our family members, we all hung together. We didn't hang them out to dry. We stuck together. Uh, it came back, had a chance to, to help us win, and, and he did that. And then you get to see how joyful that can be. And that just it, it's, um, it, it, can, it can just do so many good things for you as you go down the road. It was a critical kick. The conversations between you and Coach Tabor, just looking down on the sidelines, what were those like? What, what are you factoring in in all those uh, situations? Well, we try our best to try to go through all different types of situations um, each week and decide, okay, if we're in this situation, that situation. And and so, uh, um, you know, in that short moment, just kind of knowing where that ball was at, it was right at that gray area. And so there's a lot of different ways Several options you can do there. You can punt the football, back them up, and make your defense play, make them go the length of the field down seven. You can, uh, you know, you can attempt the field goal, or you can go for it. And so, uh, in our in our situation, it just we all collectively discussed it and decided that's the way to go. And uh, you, after after I said we're going to go for the field goal, I could see several of the players who were huddling around waiting for the the call turn around and do fist pumps. They were excited that that was the decision. And so that's when I knew right away when I saw that and I felt that that this that was the right decision and then Cody nailed it. You know, there's a psychological aspect, at least from my opinion as, a, as an analyst of football, when you get the ball to start the game and you're moving down the field, you already put a team a little bit on their heels, and that's been happening virtually every week of the season so far, an aggressive play calling and a plan that's just – really almost frenetic in pace yesterday. I felt that as an announcer. Uh, and the end result is you now have played six games this season. You've never trailed, including four in a row. And you've led in the fourth quarter in every game this season but the New England game. Um, is the genesis of that that first drive? Yeah. You, no matter if you get the kickoff or not. Well, yeah, I, I think it is. And, and for, for the offensive players to, to feel good about, okay, hey, we can move the ball. And, and regardless, you know, you always want to come away with touchdowns. That's hard uh, and with that first drive. But at least chew up some first downs. Number one, it gives your defense a breather. Uh, number two, it allows you as a play caller and your players to kind of get into a rhythm uh, of where you're at. And, and I think that uh, you've been seeing that this year. Uh, the, the players have really taken to the first 15 that we have. And we don't always stay on it. You know, there's times that we jump off of it if there's a feel or you feel somebody, you know, that, that has a matchup that you like. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's important. And then, and now – and then just adjusting. And there's been times too, Jeff, where we've we've come out and we've struggled in the first half. And we've come back to the – to the uh, the third quarter to start after Same. sluggish times and come out and done well. So that, that's been good. Can you define in uh, the short 45 seconds we have before traveling and weather just the, the type of game that 
Akeem Hicks had last night because I I went to I said it was the best game you ever played. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I could I could see that, and, and you could feel it, and I knew that he was at a uh, a point where he felt like he could do some really good things in that game, and he's such a big, powerful guy, and uh, we just we we loved everything he did last night. Five tackles for loss, that's a big number, and uh, he could not be blocked. And right now, uh, good luck trying to block that block that guy one on one. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Rudolph settles left. Thielen in the slot right. Cousins looking left as he goes to throw. He is second drop for the loss. Akeem Hicks does it again. Cousins has nowhere to go. A third and two sack. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall with Bears head coach Mac Nagy. And it's brought to you by Whitfleet Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. That was Akeem Hicks making another big play yesterday, uh, really attacking the run game. And with this defense in general, let alone Akeem and, and Mack and Eddie Jackson and everybody making plays, it almost has a feel that no matter what's happening, the offense moving the ball against you, this defense is now one snap away from a big play. Do you feel that as a head coach? Yeah, very opportunistic. And and. There's so many guys on that on our defense that can you know make those plays, and I think you've seen that all year long uh, with the, the the guys that have had the interceptions, the sacks, the fumbles, and that's what makes it hard and so challenging for the opponent, uh, just not knowing where it's coming from. And so when you try to scheme and you have guys that are are good in all these areas and and they they just work off of each other. Uh, it makes it difficult, and so we we uh, we're glad that uh, that they're on our side. We love the way they play, and and everybody feeds off of that. Great quote from Akeem last night after the game: "Anyone that steps in Soldier Field is gonna feel us." That was your mission as a head coach, wasn't it? It was, and and uh, our guys are living up to that right now. I think uh, we we needed to earn it, and and now to be able to be in a spot where we're um, you know five and one at home. Uh, is great and our, our guys uh, we we want opponents to know that when they step onto the field of Soldier Field that they are going to feel us and and that's all different types of ways and and uh, you have to win at home in this league and and so when you take care of business at home it helps you in other areas and and so now uh, as we move forward here we're going to have some away games and that's going to be the new challenge. You can direct it on the offensive side. As I mentioned to you last night, uh, 11 guys touched the ball last night, which is a crazy number. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it fits your vision, though. But on the defensive side of the ball, 14 guys have sacks. 11 guys have interceptions. Uh, was that a conversation that you had when you sat down in your early days with Vic Fangio said, can we do this, too, on the defensive side of the ball? Or is that just happening organically? It's just happening organically. And that's I think that's better than anything is you got guys that are wanting it. They want to be the next guy to make a play. And, and so that they feed off of each other. So if it's not Khalil Mack, if it's not Akeem Hicks, if it's not Leonard Floyd, if it's not Eddie Goldman, if it's not Roquan, if it's not, you know, you could go on and on and on. And these guys are just competing to get that ball. They want takeaways. They talk about it. They, they preach it. Uh, they, everything all day, all the time, it's all about takeaways. And so um, it, it's, uh, it's working. Uh, I, I think it'll continue with us. And it's just an aggressive mentality that we love. Uh, in terms of the two-point conversions, and you've touched on it a little bit, I keep getting asked about the first one. Why get to 11 right away? Well, this this was something. Forget the score. This was just something that we decided we were going to do uh, right away. So regardless of what the score was, our first uh, time we were going to do it and we were going to play it out and see. We, we felt very comfortable with our 
our, our red zone plays inside the five. And so when you have multiple plays that you like, why not use them? And and uh, and, and the guys made some great plays yesterday down there. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, that first play, they, they had great defense. And uh, Mitch made a great throw to, to – to uh, Bellamy and made a great catch and and then the second one of course was uh, just a, a deadly accurate throw to Shaheen who made a great catch against a really big good corner. Yeah, with a creative alignment with new bodies in there, we, we laughed about it last night. But you know you're forcing teams to prepare for just about anything at this point. And like we've joked around, you know you've had Callahan out there, Eddie Jackson, now Akeem and Roy Robertson, Harris and Leno splitting out. All these guys are going to be knocking on your door. They're going to want a little piece of this fun. <laughs> we have. <laughs> <laughs> we we have fun with it, and they get a knock on the door, uh, you know, each week, and it, it's uh, it's. So you're it, knocking it, on their door; they're it, not knocking it, on your no, door. No, they try to, but I tell them to stay away. I'll I'll do the choosing. <laughs> Matt Nagy, our guest here on Bears Coaches Show, the Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lawrence Greeden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 11:05 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago, or watch anytime at ChicagoBears.com or on the Bears official app. Leading into this one, after the Detroit game, you had concerns about where the running game was at. Uh, what was your focus and how you executed it against the Vikings? I liked what we did. Uh, I thought Jordan Howard ran the ball really strong. He, he was really sticking his foot in the ground, getting north and south. Uh, uh, the, the defensive front that they have is uh, really good against the run. They, they, they balance each other out really well. So we tried some misdirection stuff and had some success early on, and then they, made, they started making some plays. But uh, for, for us, uh, we just we, we, we wanted to be able to establish a run. So we're, we're going to continue to just keep trying to get better and better. And again, this Detroit team that we're playing, they're really solid too as well versus a run. Right, which you did learn in the first matchup. But we'll talk about it coming up in our next segment. Uh, let's look at some other aspects of the game. The the the, the onside kick, we're not going to ignore Benny Cunningham because, you, you know, you don't know how that ball is going to going to bounce around and so sure-handed veteran guy one of your captains from time to time on special teams saw him after the game gave me a huge hug almost broke my ribs I mean his excitement about just making that play which was every every aspect of this is important because one bad decision one bad mistake can turn the tide that was huge. Uh, just talk about that for a bit, just the importance of that onside kick. Well, obviously the week before we, we, uh, we missed it. And so, um, you know, it, it's you got to be able to get these onside kicks. And we knew in that situation, too, if we get it, it's game over and we can get into victory. And so he made a great play getting that, and, and uh, it was just a, a, a great job by him. And the best formation in football, victory formation. Now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Motion man digs, snap, Cousins looking this way, throws, pass, intercepted! There goes Eddie Jackson to the 10, 5, and the touchdown! Pick six! Wow! This defense is playing magnificent at Soldier Field! the orange crush tonight because they are crushing the Vikings. Eddie Jackson with a pick six. Now four touchdowns since his debut season in 2017. Nobody has as many return touchdowns on defense in the NFL during that period of time than Eddie Jackson. And I got to tell you, uh, Scott Hagel uh, was in the booth with us, and during the timeout, he said, we're going to pick six here. So, boom, first snap, pick six, place erupted, erupted. And I don't think Soldier Field is quiet yet from that because through the timeout, 
the place was going crazy. And it must just be a great feeling for you as a head coach to, to be in the, the bowl there, in the bowl of the stadium, feeling that energy. You could feel it. And, and that was a, a huge part of the game, too, because offensively we were we were struggling a little bit. We were we were a little bit out of rhythm. And, uh, and, and again, their defense was playing well. And for, for Eddie to make that play, and then not only to make that great catch, but then he started leading the guys, hey, block this oh, guy, block he, that he, guy. Right yeah, away. Yeah, and, and he became a ball carrier and a runner. And so um, to get that touchdown, that was, that was huge. And uh, as you can see the rest of the game, the game, you know, it, we still had a lot of game ahead of us. But in that point in time, man, what a big play. I, I, is it fair to say, you know, you answered the moment? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, th- the I, I think so for our guys. That, that was a big challenge. Uh, they 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 know that, uh, uh, and that was the test, and they handled it well. So now again, keep the horse blinders on. Okay, put the earmuffs on. Don't listen to all the hype. Don't listen to anybody outside. When things are going bad, don't listen to them. When things are going good, don't listen to them. Let's just worry about us in here. This kind of an open-ended question I asked all the guys in the booth last night after the game. What what happened here last night? What what happened to this? evolving, confident, together, close-knit football team. Do you have an answer for that? Well, I mean, we've been working on this all year long. We've been we've been tested in different areas. Uh, we've gone through uh, a couple losses. We've gone through a couple wins together. And, and um, you know, this is why you play the game is for these type of moments, to get your game flexed at home on Sunday Night Football. Um, what a better way to go out and try to show everybody what we're made of. And, and now that's over. That's in the past. And now we, we got to regroup now and get ready, you know, in, in less than 80 hours for for another big division game and and so uh, going back a few weeks ago we discussed that and we talked about hey we have three games here in the next 12 days and how are you going to prepare yourself mentally and physically and so far so good but now we got to finish it does it feel because of the two wins a little light at the end of the tunnel so to speak because if it were any other way maybe it would be a little more challenging well yeah you know if, if it's the other way and you lose both of these games then I think what people can tend to do is press a little bit and feel like they really got to have it then it takes you out of your game and we don't want that that's that was our message all week long was let's play loose let's be ourselves let's have fun let's prepare like we know how to prepare and go into this thing and let our personality show. And so they've done that now the past few weeks. They've handled their business, and now it's a matter of being able to uh, to have another challenge on a short week. These guys are beat up now, you know, physically. Uh, there's some bumps and bruises. And so how do we recover and get them back on track to get ready as healthy as we can for that game? What are some of your methods you have planned to do that? Well, uh, the biggest thing is just making sure physically that, that we don't overdo it. And you, you really don't have an opportunity to do that with just so, so much short time uh you know we we have the game plan put pretty much put together uh they'll come in here uh later on tonight and, and uh, uh have an opportunity to uh go through everything so it'll be a later night for us but uh they understand that they know that they got to take care of themselves they got to babysit themselves and make sure they're doing the right thing and then uh tomorrow we'll have one day of practice and roll did you have to work last night after the game no, no, no. My, my work was shutting my eyes and closing my eyes for a little bit and coming in here early. All right, what, what did you learn uh, now as you sit here from the first meeting with the, with the Lions? So, uh, number one, it's hard to win these division games. And for us, um, we, we, we had that game at home, and we felt like uh, there were some things that we, 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 uh, we did well, both offensively and defensively. Um, 
and and now you see the game that they just played against Carolina. They showed up and they played a really good Carolina team at, at home, and and you could see they did a lot of good things. So we're gonna have our hands full. Uh, it, it's always difficult to beat a, t- a team twice in one year, but that's the challenge. And so how are our guys gonna reel it back in, focus, and, and give it all they got? You know, throughout the course of this season, uh, in, in games where you had big leads or whatever, you were able to use your entire roster. A game like this, I would think, would maybe afford an opportunity for certain times of the game to slip guys in at, at, on both sides of the ball to give guys a, a rest a little bit. Yeah, there's chances for that, and it depends on you know who you end up having activated uh, for the game. And, and again, Detroit's going to be in that same scenario, too, uh, with having guys. And, and so whether it's the amount of plays you have or whether it's the amount of reps and practice you have all week, you know, for these next couple days, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where that takes us. Uh, real quick, I, I know you talked about it because he means a lot to you in uh, the quarterback position. You know, by the way, Mitch leads the NFL in rushing yards hmm. for a quarterback. I don't know if you ever envisioned that. <laughs> Did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, but um, Alex Smith goes down yesterday, and I, I think by and large, uh, his reputation is so pure in this league right now as a, as a, a, a just a great guy, let alone a great football player. It hit you pretty hard, didn't it? It did. Yeah, that, that's rough. That's my guy. I spent a lot of lot of hours with him. And uh, when I saw that yesterday, I was just crushed. Uh, you hate to see that. Uh, it's just so unfortunate. I know that uh, he has a strong family behind him. I know who he is as a person. He'll battle back. And uh, he's just having such a great year, great season, leading that team, which I knew he would. He's a winner. He does things the right way. And uh, he's a true example of who, who you want to be in the NFL. All right, Coach, we'll let you go. I know you got a lot on your plate. So we'll look forward to the week and uh, Thanksgiving Day on uh, on Thursday against the Detroit Lions. Congratulations Thanks, again. Jim. Thank you. That is head coach Matt Nagy. Stop by the Miller Lite Chicago Bears Ultimate Tailgate to enjoy food, $5 Miller Lights, music, and games for every age. Located at the Field Museum Terrace, the Ultimate Tailgate is free to enter and will be open two hours before before through one hour after every Bears regular season home game. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and this hour featuring Josh Lucas, Bears Director of Player Personnel. Brought to you by Whipley CBAs and Consultants and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Trubisky looks it over, takes the snap, rolling to his right. Trubisky flips it into the end zone, low throw. It is caught for the touchdown. Anthony Miller, right side of the end zone. And the celebration begins. They're in a rowboat right now and having fun in the south end zone at Soldier Field. 9-0 Bears, Trubisky to Miller. And his fifth touchdown catch of the year, Anthony Miller capping an 82-yard drive with an 18-yard touchdown last night. Welcome back into the Bears Coaches Show. We welcome in Director of Player Personnel, Josh Lucas. How you doing, my man? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on the win, and congratulations on what's going on so far. Before we get into all that, let's talk Anthony Miller because uh, this guy's got a lot of vibrancy to him, and he's only midway through his rookie year. Um, What's this man capable of? Yeah, very high ceiling for Anthony. Um, You know, there's a lot of conviction uh, in, in the draft process with his player and um you know there's a couple people upstairs wearing his jersey oh really before we even drafted anthony so uh there's a lot of expectation for him and and really he's a he's the perfect mix of talent and and he's just got this competitiveness that you know we all see saw in camp um and as he continues to learn the pro game 
you know, it, it, the sky's the limit for him, and, and and we're really excited about where he's at now and, and where he's heading. Yeah, he didn't back down from anybody. Boy, he, he was chewing the fat with uh, Xavier Rhodes in that game, and he's just full of, full of life, full of confidence, that's for sure. If you do all the math, the new additions on offense have produced uh, some big numbers, 16 touchdowns, 138 catches defensively. You got 126 tackles, 15 and a half sacks, two picks, a touchdown by Mac. Man, you guys did a great job in this offseason reloading the roster. What do you think of the impact so far with these new guys? Yeah, just just to be perfectly honest, you know, it, it's imperative that these guys came out and had a huge impact because, you know, there's a significant investment um, in place uh, to, to acquire a lot of these players, both offense and defense. So, you know, we were hoping it would be instant with regards to the impact, and so far so good with, with all the newcomers. Well, we know how Coach Nagy looks at 7-3 and three and how the players, you know, one day at a time – doesn't really care where they are in the process, admits that this uh, becomes more and more important every single game. But from a front office point of view, how do you guys look at 7-3 and three through 10? You know, to be honest, right right where we're supposed to be, you know, right where we're supposed to be. We're playing in meaningful games in the end of November and, and heading into December. And, and, you know, when we started this thing in 2015, you know, Ryan's done an outstanding job of, you know, really putting together an organization with a lot of great people and and you know we're we're year four and it just it feels like we're right where we're supposed to be a lot of excitement a lot of positive vibes around here right now we just got to keep it going all right we'll pick it up from there and look at where you came from because you know what it's like to build a winner this is josh lucas director of player personnel for the bears here on the bears coaches show the Bears Coaches Show with Josh Lucas, Bears Director of Player Personnel, and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Two-touchdown lead for the Bears, but the Vikings threatening. Snap back. Mack on the inside move. He gets to Cousins, and down he goes. The relentless pressure of one of the premier outside linebackers and pass rushers in the NFL. Sack number eight this year, Khalil Mack, an eight-yard sack of Cousins, looping inside on the stunt. Khalil Mack, another significant game in primetime. The three night games, he's put up some big numbers and not afraid of the big stage. None of these Bears are as they move to 7-3 and three with a win over the Vikings last night. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show with Josh Lucas, Bears Director of Player Personnel. Join me, Tom Thayer, and Luke Canellis for Bears Game Night Live, brought to you by IGS Energy. We'll recap every Bears game Sunday nights at 10.35 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago. Uh, Josh, uh, before we get into Mac, you know, you've experienced moments like last night when you are in New Orleans, you were there for a long time, and you know what it looks like, how it feels when you have those m games, those moments or those points in a season where you know you're building something special. You guys won a Super Bowl there. Do you see any parallels with how you guys in your first four years – have put together this roster. Yeah, I do, and I, I would say it starts with the with it's the culture, and, and I think that starts with the head coach. And very similar in 2006, when when Coach Payton came to New Orleans, you know, it's Coach Nagy comes this off season, and there's just a lot of enthusiasm and energy in the building right now, and our coaches, our coaches, players, everyone's really feeding off of it. So I'd say yeah, there's there's some there's some parallels there, and and obviously. We had a lot of great players in New Orleans, and, and I think we're getting to that point here where, you know, you're seeing more and more of these young playmakers establish themselves. You know, building rosters uh, is a uh, sometimes a risk or reward. It's it's trial and error, and you, and you find out exactly what you're looking for. What have you learned about building rosters, you know, in your years in the NFL? Going back to the, the previous question, is culture and it's character of these guys. You know, I, I think there's there's got to be a certain level of talent 
that every guy needs to be able to succeed at their position. But at the end of the day, it's it's the makeup and the fabric of the guys we're bringing in here. And, you know, I think, you know, Ryan's done an excellent job of establishing the blueprint of what a Chicago Bear is. And it's allowed our personnel department really to to go out and identify, you know, exactly these type of guys. And, and each year, I think we're getting better at that. And, and you're seeing it, you know, play out in front of us it, right now. It also seems like Matt Nagy is, is also very open and makes it very easy for you guys to know what he's looking for yeah, on his uh his roster as well, regardless of position. Does this help you guys as scouts in your scouting department that you're uh, overseeing? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Matt is such a clear and direct communicator. And, you know, it's it's one, one of the things that, that makes him really special. And he came in here with a clear vision for exactly what he wants in a player. Uh, and and he, he described that to us. We, you know, we pass that on to our, our pro and college department, and it, it makes our jobs a lot easier when, when the communication is clear and it's direct. You know, uh, knock on wood, this team has been very healthy uh, this season uh, with the exception of a couple of guys. But, you know, you're, you've usually been on the phone during games, you know, looking to see what's available out there. How has it changed your day-to-day response? Are you a little more relaxed, Josh? Yeah, so it doesn't change the day-to-day in that, you know, we're we're doing anything different. You know, Champ and his pro guys, they're constantly updating that ready list because you know, you know, we have to be prepared if something does happen. And we're we're always bringing guys in for workouts, making sure we have those ready lists updated, and and we know where we're going to go if something happens. But you know, to be honest, it doesn't change the work, but it's made life a lot easier. You know, working with a consistent roster this year and keeping guys available for uh, for Sunday. What, what is it like watching games right now when, when these games, because two things. One, we're having a ball watching these guys. There's not a fan out there that doesn't come up to me and said, this is just a fun team, no matter what happens, whatever the outcome. But this team is winning while learning, and learning especially on the offensive side of the ball. As you guys sit up there and watch these games uh, every week, what do you guys like up there? Let me put it this way. So, so Ryan's daughter, Carden, made me a stress ball <laughs> to squeeze during the game. That stress ball did not make it one game. Oh, my. So there's there's no chance that this profession is good for my health or our health. Um, but, but none of us would trade it for the world. You know, there's, there's nothing like being up there on a Sunday during a game and, and the intensity and the emotion. And, um, you know, it's... It's stressful right now. Obviously, it's a lot more fun when we're winning. Uh, let's go back to Khalil Mack because um, it, it may go down as the most significant move in the NFL here in 2018. What did you expect as it relates to what he's doing for this team, aside from the obvious? Because there are un- intangibles here mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. Stating the obvious, we expected a high-impact player that's going to affect the game on Sundays, and we're seeing that. Uh, what's been just unreal to watch is the impact of this guy in the locker room and in our culture. You know, this guy is, he's, he's selfless. He's relentless. Um, he is the, the absolute definition of a multiplier and it's spreading and you're seeing, you're seeing guys step up their game. And when your best player is your best worker, you know, that, that goes a long way. And, um, you know, it's, it's just been so fun to, to have be around him and, and just just witness it firsthand.